Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, 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 what up, what up, though? It's your boy Reggie Watkins, and you are listening to I'm Probably Right. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. And make sure you tell a friend if you like the podcast, tell a friend. Find us wherever you find your podcast. We're on the Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, uh, Google Play, anything you're looking for, we are there. Find us. My man Kevin Cleveland's running the show, engineering, producing. Kevin, what's cracking? How you doing, brother? Hey, Reg. Doing great, man. As uh, we talked about in our pre-production uh, meeting, I'm super stoked to get third place in my pinball league. And then I got to watch the uh, Rams uh, come back in the fourth quarter. And I can't believe I'm going to say it out loud, but I'm a fan of Breaker Mayfield. <laughs> oh God! Oh God! No, we're we're going to we're going to get into that, and I'm going to squelch your hopes and dreams about this Baker Mayfield thing. Um, we're going to talk about what I just saw and the things I thought of the NFL this past week, uh, namely, you know, my 49ers losing Jimmy Garoppolo. We're also going to give you Reggie's picks, of course. We got to give you Reggie's picks because we make you money here. But first up. So, big news in the United States of America, the USA, USA. Brittany Griner came home, baby. Brittany Griner came. Uh, this happened. Uh, what has happened? I think I want to say it was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, it was. It was yesterday, right? Yesterday, they got the news. Brittany Griner was coming home. Man, we had uh, the photo images. Man, I saw a video, Kevin. I saw the prisoner swap. I don't know if you saw the video. There's a video where they get off the planes and the merchant of death. Yeah, the merchant of death dude, they call him. Uh, they, they, Brittany Griner and him were kind of flanked by, I guess, government officials on both sides. And you see them get up and stop for a second in the middle and then, you know, look like some salutations. And then they walk past and go on their separate ways. And, yo, Brittany Griner is home. And, man, why are y'all so mad? I don't, Kevin, I don't know if you've been, uh, if you dwell on social media the way that I do, I have to because I'm always trying to promote this show, but man, people are mad about this Brittany Griner thing. It's, it's, it's like they act like it's a real sports trade, right? Like the U.S., the U.S. didn't get enough in the trade back for, for the merchant of death. And I understand when somebody is called the merchant of death, you would hope that you'd be getting more back for that than a WNBA center. But damn, man, it's an American citizen who is being, who was being used as a pawn. Hold on, let's just go through this quickly. Okay. She was over in Russia playing some basketball, which she is want to do because they make real money overseas playing basketball, and she's a basketball star. So she's over there. She gets caught with some hash oil. Hash oil, right? And because we got this melee going on between the U.S. and, the, uh, and, and Russia over Russia invading Ukraine, and we got Ukraine's back, you know what I'm saying? They decide that they're going to run wild with Brittany Griner. They're going to jail her for this hash oil, which is supposed to be illegal in Russia. But the same people who get caught for that end up getting fined, not jail time. Okay, so first of all, she gets 
jailed. Okay, she gets she gets arrested and jailed for having this hash oil. And then you think, okay, they they just try to mess around with her. They're gonna have her over there. They try to put make a show out of one of our celebrities, right? Which is already, you know, poking the bear. You know what I'm saying? Already poking at us. They're gonna take one of our celebrities and detain them and hold them in jail. So we think, okay, cool. This is just gonna be a little quick thing. She'll be out of there. And it goes on and goes on. And she can't get released. She doesn't get released. She ends up going to court. Nine months of being in a in a uh, Russian jail, she's going to court. They say she is going to stay in jail for nine years. I don't know about any of y'all out there, but I'm not doing, I can't do nine days in a damn prison, let alone a Russian prison. I don't want to be there for nine hours. But Brittany Griner was there for the long haul for nine months away from her wife, her kids, her family, her profession, because she had some hash oil that the Russian government wanted to run wild. And not even Russian government, Putin, just go ahead and call it Putin. I hope he's listening to this too. Putin. Putin wanted to hold up Brittany Griner to throw it in the U.S.'s face over some hash oil. And held her there for nine months, even sent her to a penal colony. I don't even know what the hell a penal colony is. It just sounds like a place I don't ever want to be, Kevin. And we finally brokered a deal. The Biden administration had been trying, you know, and, and this speaks to the power of, of social media, people talking. Yo, people were very vocal about this. And keep it real, she's a celebrity. So the fact that she's a celebrity got people to know about this even more because if she wasn't a celebrity, nobody in the United States would even know. We would even know about this, right? There would be a story in the New York Times about a woman who got detained for having hash oil, but if she didn't have the name Brittany Griner and she wasn't a, a celebrity on our soil, dog, this would have been swept under the rug. She'd probably still be in the jail. But the fact that people know who she is, she's a celebrity, it garnered some weight. And so people had to do something. You had the WNBA, you had the NBA, everybody making noise about this. And finally, somebody was able to get something done. Biden got it done. We had to give up the merchant of death, the arms dealer, whoever the hell this dude is, right? And I said that even on this podcast, I said it a couple months ago, we go, she going to get home, but we're going to have to give up Boris and Natasha. And it turns out we had to just give up Boris. And there are people actually out there furious about this. Furious. Oh, she's entitled. Some entitled basketball player was over there smoking weed and we give up a Russian arms dealer. Man, y'all got to stop this because didn't none of y'all know about no damn Russian arms dealer until Brittany Griner got arrested. And then we had to figure out how we go get her back. And the name started floating out what Russia wanted. They had all kind of names they was throwing out there, right? And they settled on this dude. And yeah, they got a dude out of prison who was, uh, you know, in prison in the United States for a, a long time for doing a lot of crazy shit. And we got back Brittany Griner. At the end of the day, it's an American. Why are you so mad? And I know why you're so mad. It ain't that we didn't get enough in the trade. It's that somebody did something for a damn black person. Most of y'all, some of y'all just want to be angry about anything, but a lot of y'all that I'm reading on social media and on Twitter and all this stuff, it ain't about no damn, we didn't get enough. It's about the fact that there's a black gay woman, lesbian woman over there that got, we had to do something for. And y'all can't stand when, when black people get something done for them that you don't think they deserve or, or should warrant. And this is the crux of the whole deal. Yo, 
we had to get her back. This is more than just, you know, this ain't this ain't no damn Madden trade. This is like diplomacy. This is foreign. This is this is foreign affairs. We can't have, yo, imagine if you yourself were over over in Russia, all of a sudden you get jailed up for some having some damn weed oil, and they talk about they're going to keep you for nine years. You would be crying bloody murder, screaming for your family to do something to get you back home. And that's exactly what everybody did for Brittany Griner. Only problem is Brittany Griner's a celebrity, so more people in the world did it than they would for your ass. Okay, you go over there. All you got is your family on Facebook who all who can't even get along, can't even eat Thanksgiving dinner together, trying to get you out. And that ain't gonna do nothing. Your 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 gripe ain't reaching the State Department. It just ain't. So stop being haters and mad that Britney Griner's home and celebrate an American coming home. And yeah 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 yeah, I get it. Everybody. Well, we got the we the Marine uh, Phelan. I think Tony. Oh no, that's not Tony. That's the director. Uh, there's there's Whelan. There's a dude Whelan who's been in who's been incarcerated for I believe four years. And now everybody's like, well, he should have been home first, man. All you people yelling about this Whelan cat. Why weren't y'all yelling when Trump didn't get him out either? Trump Trump was in office and couldn't get this man out of, out of, out of Russia. So now you want to be mad that, that Biden got this woman out and not uh, this cat, who y'all also didn't know until Brittany Griner went to jail for having some damn weed oil. Come on, man. Y'all got to stop this. And, 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 and you don't got to stop it. Just be honest. Don't give me this fake outrage about we didn't get enough in the trade when really all you give a damn about is who the trade happened for and why. Say none of y'all over here. I mean, come on. I, I can't wait to talk to somebody like, oh, we got fleeced in this deal. So so you work at the State Department? You, you, you got that uh, .gov? You got that .gov email address? How do you know what the hell we got and what we didn't get and what we were supposed to do? Y'all don't know nothing. Shut the hell up. And free Britney. And she is free. She home. I hope she's at home doing the gritty. Hope she's dancing. Hope she's eating everything she want to eat and come back snatching people's souls on the basketball court. Long live Britney. Be back after the break. Oh, man, Kevin. So we had a uh, we had a week in the NFL. Week in the NFL. I survived. I won one of my fantasy games. I lost the other. So that kept me in the hunt for playoffs actually i won both of them this week i won both this past week so it kept me in the hunt for the playoffs one of them i'm pretty much going to be in almost for sure the other one uh, i'm gonna need some help i'm gonna need some help um but no one needs more help right now kevin than uh your boy daniel snyder and the uh, washington commanders uh, the House committee just released their report on their findings after investigating uh, the Washington football team. And Daniel Snyder is running the commanders like he is Tony Soprano. Uh, I mean, he's running this place like it's the Bing, right? <laughs> it's, it's the bada Bing. Um, they've got reports on Daniel Snyder. It, okay, and it also came out that Daniel Snyder, the Washington commanders, were the ones who leaked John Gruden's emails between him and Bruce Allen, who was the then GM of the Washington then Redskins. This dude had people following Roger Goodell. He had people following Roger Goodell so he could get some dirt on Roger Goodell. He had dudes who ran his videography, video, videography team told them he wanted sexually 
charged videos of the Washington football team dance dancers. He wanted a dude to make a separate video just so that it could arouse him. This dude was having the 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 cheerleaders, and this was these these cheerleaders were being filmed unbeknownst to them. Okay, he also had cheerleaders coming to events, and he brought all the uh, advertisers for the team and all the uh, you know the executives for the team, and would have them all come there, and it would just be all these men and the dancers having to go around and mingle with the dudes. And what you think while they mingling, these dudes is trying to get cracking. Like, this dude is running this thing like he's a damn mobster. And it's turning out that he's doing all of this while he's also got this toxic workplace. He leaked the emails and tried to blame the toxic work environment on Bruce Allen. So let me get this straight. You are the owner of said team, but you're saying that the dude who you hired, the GM who you hire and fire at your own whim, that's how it goes because you are the owner. He's the one that set up this entire culture of tox- toxicity that goes around Washington. Man, come on. This is unbelievably laughable. Like, this dude is trying to hold on to this team by hook or crook because the NFL is trying to get him up out of here. But can you blame him, right? The NFL, owning an NFL team is owning a bank. It's, it's a, it, they're printing cash. Why would he want to give this up? And not to mention, not want to give this up, but also this is probably the dopest thing that he's ever done in his life is own an NFL team. Why would I want to give up the dopest thing ever that I've done in my life? He's not going to give this up. They're going to have to force this dude out. They're going to try to have to get this dude rumped up on trumped up on some kind of charges to get him up out the paint because he ain't going into the night gently or silently or whatever that damn phrase is he ain't going daniel snyder is trying his best to burn down the house before he rolls out and it's fascinating (laughs) it's really fast i i urge you to go to si.com and read the story that they posted about it and then you can read the report from the house committee uh on their findings and their investigation into the Washington commanders. It is, I mean, it's 79 pages, so it's a lot of reading, but insane, insane what is going on there. But more insane about the NFL, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was waived by the Panthers uh, this past week, and he got waived right after Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. So I'm just imagining what how this went down. Uh, Baker Mayfield, who was on the bench for the Panthers because he is not good, uh, <laughs> came to the Panthers for the Browns, uh, initially was the starter over Sam Darnold while Sam Darnold was hurt, played very terrible, got benched. Uh, Sam Darnold came back in. Sam Darnold got hurt. They brought back in P.J. Walker. P.J. Walker played terrible, so they brought back Baker Mayfield. He played terrible and got benched again. They brought back Sam Darnold. Then Jimmy Garoppolo gets injured for the 49ers. Niners have no quarterback. They think he's gone for the year. So Baker Mayfield goes to the Panthers and says, yo, I'd like to be released. They say, please and thank you. We will do so. They waive him. And you have to wonder what's going to happen. Is anybody going to clear the waivers, right? Because when you waive a player, instead of cutting them, you're waiving him and hoping that somebody else will pick him up because if somebody else picks him up, ta-da, you don't have to pay his salary no more. 
So they put him on waivers, and everybody speculated the 49ers might try to grab him. But I, in my head, knew who would probably block that because they don't want the 49ers getting any kind of talent extra to help themselves. But also, they ain't got no damn quarterback themselves, and that is the Los Angeles Rams because Matthew Stafford is hurt, and Walford, whoever, Walford must be god-awful because Baker Mayfield got picked up by the, the Rams I believe it was two days ago. Correct. And yeah. they they played on Thursday, and that man was starting. Came there, don't even know the playbook, don't even know the players' names. That dude showed up, and Walford hit the pine. And I'm like, they must hate this man, or he must just be garbage. And then I saw his stats from last week, and he had two interceptions and basically was garbage. So they were hoping for anybody but Walford to come in there and play quarterback. Baker showed up, and for the first Three quarters was trash. Looked like trash. But in the fourth quarter, made a couple drives. And, of course, we had that last drive where he threw a dope pass for the touchdown to Van Jefferson, and they won the game. And I got some things to say about that. Uh, I was watching that game, and Josh McDaniels is not a good coach. He's just not a head coach. Put that guy and let him, let him coordinate your offense. He is not a head coach. The Raiders look just lethargic. They were up like 13 to 3, and they had no hustle about them. Like, it's like they didn't want more points. It was like they were comfortable with 13. And I just couldn't understand why there was no urgency to this team. You've got three timeouts. You've got, they just weren't trying to bury this team, which they should have done. And Derek Carr, he's cool, man, but he's just not, he's just not a starter. He's not a, he is not a starting quarterback for a good NFL team. He's a guy who is a bridge. You bring him anywhere where you know you're going to be drafting a number one quarterback soon, right? The Ra- he is not the guy for the Raiders. He's not the guy for anybody. He's just a nice guy who has some okay talent, but he should not be your starting quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback, not at all. Just a bridge guy. And now the Rams. Kevin, are you guys – thinking that you got a steal here is that what you guys are thinking i think it was payback for uh the 49ers uh basically stealing christian mccaffrey from us <laughs> <laughs> it is a temporary thing this is a band-aid though even though i mentioned earlier i'm on the baker mayfield bandwagon uh yeah it's a band-aid <laughs> i just don't want you guys to be out here thinking that like uh I don't want you to think that you've got this great player now and everything is going to, oh, man, if, you know, if, uh, uh, who's the quarterback? Who's the regular quarterback? Matt Stafford. Um, Stafford. And he'll, Stafford be, he'll be healthy You know, Stafford doesn't come back? Yeah. yeah, he'll be healthy, but, oh, we got Baker Mayfield. We could re-sign him, and he was a number one overall pick. He isn't good. He, he had flashes. He can throw the ball. He's going to show up every now and then. But that is the problem with Baker Mayfield, and that's why he's on his third team. He isn't consistent. That great throw you saw is few and far between. So don't get your hopes up. Don't get all hyped up about Baker Mayfield doing this again because it probably won't happen. That's why he's on his third team. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. He's just a guy. 
But I know you guys are going to listen to me. You're not going to listen. I've already been on Instagram. I've been on Twitter. I've seen the fans going crazy. Oh, he was the number one draft pick. We got a steal. We stole the number one overall draft pick. Just because he was the number one overall draft pick doesn't mean he should have been. It means somebody made a damn mistake, and the Browns already told you they made a mistake. They sent him to the Panthers, and the Panthers told you they made a mistake. They sent him to the to the Rams. And then somebody this offseason, because I doubt the Rams are going to re-sign him unless he signs up to be a backup quarterback with the Rams, he thinks he's a starter. So somebody might give him a chance, and of course they're going to give him a chance because he was a number one overall pick, and and coaches love to think that they could change a guy, even after he's been on three teams. Somebody's going to pay this dude to come in there and be a starter somewhere. I could see him ending up with the Jets. The Jets will try to give Baker Mayfield a chance because they've got a ready-made defense. All they need is a quarterback, and they think they can bring him in there. And he is no better than Zach Wilson. They're the same, okay? He's just a guy. Relax. And that brings me to my team, the 49ers. We were playing the Miami Dolphins, and I was very scared. We told about, we talked about it last week, Kevin. We, we picked the game, and I said, I'm taking the Dolphins because I just think that they're, they do really well what we don't do really well, which is cover on the back end because they've got two of the fastest players in the NFL at receiver and a quarterback who can get them the ball. However, I didn't foresee Teron Armstead, their starting tackle, not playing, and so that left Nick Bosa to have a field day with Tua, and he was in Tua's head living rent-free. I mean, every play, it looked like Tua was looking for this dude. Tua was overthrowing dudes, underthrowing dudes, rushing. Bosa was just in his head. And then Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. And I knew who our backup quarterback was, uh, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. And Mr. Irrelevant, why? Because he was the last pick in the NFL draft. And I was scared initially. I thought, oh, no. But then I remembered, he's just Jimmy Garoppolo. (laughs) It's like, we're not losing anything. If anything, this Brock Purdy kid, when he got in there, he runs around as more athletic than Jimmy ever has looked. And all we need, like, we don't have an offense where we need the quarterback to be out there slinging the ball all over the place. We just need to do to not make mistakes. Don't turn the ball over and make the throws every now and then. And Jimmy, to his credit, had been doing that the last couple of weeks. He minimized the turnovers. He was making the plays when he had them, and all they were asking him to do was just not mess up. But the problem is when you get to the playoffs, you're going to need a dude to not just not mess up. You're going to need him to overcome some mistakes that that other players make or the defense makes. And that's where we're going to be stuck. I think we have a loaded team. The 49ers are loaded. Like with McCaffrey, it just makes it unfair because now you can have a quarterback that doesn't need to do much because you've got so much. You've got McCaffrey. You've got Debo. You've got Ayuk. You've got Kittle. You've got, oh my God, there's another running back, Mason, who came in from Georgia Tech who was balling like he looked like he was McCaffrey. He just had a little bit extra melanin, but he looked like McCaffrey. Dude, this team is stacked, and they don't lose much when Garoppolo goes out. It's just Purdy comes in, and we just keep on trucking. I'm not worried about it. They play Tampa Bay this weekend. I think they win this game. I mean, hell, they're playing the ghost of Tom Brady. I think they've got this game. Garoppolo, damn, it sucks, because this is the reason why the 49ers also went out and got Trey Lance is because Jimmy Garoppolo is always hurt. He's always hurt or or not making the plays that need to be made. And so now 
we're going to see what Brock Purdy could do. And Purdy, we trust, baby. I'm ready to go. Kevin, I'm calling it right now. 49ers, they ain't going to the Super Bowl. I still got I think the Dallas Cowboys, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl because I think they have the best team in the NFL. They have the most talent. Um, not the most talent on offense, because I think that's the 49ers. But I think when all is said and done, I just think they're going to be too much for anybody to deal with. But I like the 49ers' chances. I'm not ruling them out. I want to see Purdy in a couple of weeks, see how he does in the regular season. If we can finish this thing out and get – we're going to get in the playoffs. We should. If we win the next two games, we should be a lock to be at least a wild card. But, man, it's coming down the stretch, man. It's coming down the stretch. This NFL is looking kind of looking kind of nice. There's some nice matchups coming up. There's some nice teams that look like they're, they're moving, jockeying for position. And that – Eagles Cowboys game coming up in a couple of weeks. Woo! Man. NFL is fantastic. Be back after the break. Uh, 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 uh. I love this music, Kevin. But hey, Kevin found the dopest music for this, man. I get so hyped when I hear it. I'm just ready to go. I'm ready to make y'all some money because this is Reggie's picks. So Reggie is going to pick the games, the spread. Uh, we got some over-under. I don't think we got over-under. I think we're just taking the spreads today. And we got three games for you. I'm trying to keep it keep it good. I know last week I messed up with the Dolphins and the Niners, but I'm going to make it back for y'all this week. Kevin, what we got? All right, let's start off uh, in the NFC North. Uh, we got Minnesota at Detroit. Detroit's minus one and a half, actually. How is that? Dude. Minnesota Vikings are the Rodney Dangerfield of the <laughs> NFL. They get no respect over here, dog. What is how? They are 10 and 2 playing against I believe a 5 and, five seven, and 7 Detroit Lions team. 5 yep. and 7. That's just telling you all you need to know. Nobody respects the Vikings. They don't think they're for real. And let's see how they take this because I'm taking the Vikings. There's no way I'm not taking the Vikings. They're 10 and 2. And the Detroit quarterback is Jared Goff. Kevin, you know Jared Goff. You've seen his movies. Yes. How is anybody trusting him to beat the 10 and 2 Vikings? No way, no how. I'm taking the Vikings. And if they lose this game, I am never, ever, ever speaking about the Vikings again. They will be 86 from my brain. What we got next, Kevin? Yeah, how they're 10 and 2 is bewildering to me. All right, let's go to. Why don't we go to uh, Tampa Bay at San Francisco? Good matchup. Uh, yeah. What's the spread? What we got here? Uh, in my line, I got uh, San Francisco minus three and a half. Minus three and a half because it is at home. because it is in it is in San Jose. Yes. <laughs> but I hate those half. You know, I hate those halves. The three and a halves always scary to me. And I guess I'm just being scared of the name Brady. Even though I'm watching these games, they cannot move the ball to save their lives. They played the Saints last week, a really good defense, and looked putrid for three and a half quarters. And then finally were able to get down and score a touchdown to win the game. And the Saints just gave it away. The Niners defense, Nick Bosa, Armstead is back. The Buccaneers have no offensive line. They can't run the ball. So the Niners can sit back in the zone and make Tom Brady try to pick them apart. But he ain't got the arm to pick nobody apart no more. And then the offensive side, the Niners offense with Brock Purdy, I think we just run, 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 run. 
and throw and take some shots when we got to, don't turn the ball over, I think the Niners win this game. I'm taking Brock Purdy to beat the GOAT. Three and a half. Go ahead and lay it. 49ers, baby. Let's ride. Next up. I agree. All right, let's go to the Sunday night game, which will be Miami at the Chargers at SoFi Stadium. Chargers are getting two and a half. They really need this win if they want to stay in the hunt. Oh, man. Chargers, Chargers, Dolphins. I might go to this game, Kevin. I've been looking at it. I'm trying to think I'm going to go do it. I might just go scout the tickets because game time, game time app, man, they be getting you. They add, they charge on an extra like $50 worth of fees. So I might go to this game. I want to see this game because this is the two quarterbacks from, what was that? I think it was three years ago, the draft, right? Three years ago, who was going first? Was it going to be Herbert? Was it going to be Tua, right? And I think Tua went before Justin Herbert. And Dolphins fans been sick ever since. Until now, Tua's been balling, though. So we're going to see a rehash of that draft. And I think I'm going with the Dolphins because I just trust that they're going to bounce back from this game. I like the Chargers. I just don't like their coach. I think their coach is god-awful. He makes the worst calls at times. And even though Justin Herbert probably has the great, the most beautiful throwing motion I've ever seen for a quarterback, his receivers are always getting hurt. He ain't got no burners out there either. So I'm going to take the Dolphins here, man. What's the what's the point spread again, Kevin? Uh, plus two and a half to the Chargers, minus two and a half for the Dolphins. Oh. So a field goal. Minus two and a half, a field goal. Oh, man. Take the Dolphins. So that's what we got. We got the Dolphins minus two and a half. We got the 49ers minus three and a half. And we taking the Vikings plus one and a half. Lay it, book it. Trust me, I got you. When you win, send me my 10%. Thank you so much for listening. Rate us, review us, subscribe, comment, but please don't be hating. Tell your friends. Believe Podcast Network is where you find us. That's B-L-E-A-V.com. Or you can find us on Apple iTunes, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, SoundCloud, Google Music, all that good stuff. Kevin Cleland is engineering, producing, running the show. Thank you so much. I hope you all have a great week. And we out. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.